Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher. And this week, well, today, actually, it is the first of the month, which means it is time for me to talk about the films that I watched in the past month. So, this is going to be a quick one, because I didn't watch a whole lot of films. In fact, I only watched six films last month, which is a depressingly low number. But, you know, sometimes you just have slow months where you're just not really feeling like watching that many films. Uh, so, yeah, the first film that I watched uh, in the month was uh, the unbearable, and by the first of the month, I mean the 13th of April. Uh, I went to the cinema and I saw The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the new Nicolas Cage film, which is one of my most genuine, unironically, one of my most anticipated films of the entire year. Um, and I will definitely talk about this more in my review of the year. That will be out at the at the end of the year, as it, as it usually is. Uh, and yeah, it's it was really great. I really really loved it. It's, it's currently, as I'm recording this, my personal favorite film of the year. But there's a possibility that could change in the next few in the next couple days as the new Doctor Strange is out uh, on on Wednesday, well, Wednesday is when I've got my um, showing for it at 6pm, so you'll hear me discuss that in uh, the next month, what I want, what films I watched this month, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was just an unbelievably great time, it was so good, it was so funny, it was so, it it just, it's, it's one of the, it's it's amazing. I'm I think I've talked on the show before how much I love Nicolas Cage as an actor uh, and just like the well I mean as it says here massive talent that he possesses. Um, it was yeah it's, it's probably going to be one of my fa- best like it's for me. I feel like at the end of the year for me personally it'll be one of my favourites. It will stay in my top ten. I have a very good feeling it will be in my top ten films of the year. And it yeah, it was just an unbelievably great time. Nicholas Cage like gives an unironically brilliant performance in the film. Pedro Pascal is really enjoyable. He's really entertaining and funny in it and I really love him in it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish and, and a lot of the other supporting cast were like so-so like I I didn't really care for them all that much really but it those but the two lead performances of Nick Cage and Pedro Pascal really helped carry the film and uh, yeah I absolutely loved the film and it is yeah my at, at the time of recording this uh, my personal favourite film of 2022. Now I rewatched Monsters Inc., which I've discussed briefly in my Pixar ranking, but it got a bit better this time. I, I, I absolutely loved it, even more so than I already did, because I, I already think it's a, it was already a fantastic film, but it's now jumped and dumped to. No, I don't know, I don't think it's like top five Pixar. I, I think it's a bit below that, but it's much higher now, and I definitely. Really, really like it. Um, I would love it, dare I say. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a, an incredibly enjoyable watch that I recommend 
you know, if you haven't watched it recently, or if you've never seen it for whatever reason, I do, like, recommend that you go watch it because it is an unbelievably great time. And, and the ending this time brought me to tears. And in fact, you can hear me talk about it a bit more in my uh, Monsters, Inc. episode, which came out last week, which is which, you know, where I go a bit more in-depth on my opinion of the of the, of the film. Then I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is one of the new sort of indie films that everybody has been raving about so much. Um, and, and I always am skeptical when anyone raves about something, especially like a new release film being like outstanding and being like a masterpiece of a film. I, I, I'm very much like, mm, I try to sort of not let the hype get to me, uh, but I will say that I think this is actually a really good film. I really quite liked it. I, I, I think that there's some stuff in it that I really, really loved. Um, like, there's just so, I think Michelle Yeoh gives a really great sort of lead female performance. I think the other sort of supporting cast are all you know, pretty decent, no, you know, no, like, amazing, like, Oscar-worthy performances in the film, but, but beyond Michelle Yeoh, and even though I don't, like, she's good in it, but I don't think she's, like, it's, like, the greatest performance ever, like, it's not even my favourite performance of this year, you know, um, but it's, she's still rather good in it, and it was, yeah, definitely a really good time, there was some really great bits of comedy in it that I wasn't expecting, I, I thought the action sequences, like the fight sequences and all were really, they were really well choreographed and I'm someone who really enjoys a well choreographed fight sequence and this and the, uh, and the film has some really inventive, funny, you know, just well done fights between the characters and I think it just works a lot better than it could do. I feel like this is a film that could sort of buckle under the weight of sort of what it's trying to do and sort of the stuff that it's trying to explore and the themes that it's trying to explore, but in reality, it, it is... It, I mean, it, it, it's fucking mental. Like, if you um, like if you go see the film, you bet you should be, like, be prepared for a mental trip. Like, there's some stuff where you'll probably be thinking, like, what in the blue hell is happening? Like, I, I guarantee there will be moments where you'll just be like, what is, what is, what is this? Like, what is, what is this? What is, what is going on? What, this is, this is, like, trippy. I'm just tripping balls. This is just like, uh, yeah, is it? And there are several moments of, like, that, where it's like, oh, this is, like, trippy as, trippy as fuck, you know. And I think it works, though. Like, it's it's an action, you know, sort of kung fu-esque type battle fight, you know, fight, fighting film, but it also has lots of multiverse all shenanigans and has some mental stuff in it and it's like this is this is really cool it's really like this and and I, and I did really love it actually I was surprised at how much I loved it 
and yeah, it's really really good, and I do recommend that if that if you are skeptical, and I do recommend that you go see it because it it is like actually not as good as everyone as everyone is saying it is, but it is still a pretty good time, and it's there's a lot of fun, and there's some really great bits in it that yeah you will hopefully like. Then I watched Where Eagles Dare. This is a film, a friend of mine, a, a, a long-running guest on this show at this point, Mr. Barney Metcalf. This is one of his all-time, all-time favorite films. So I, this, I've had this film on my radar for a fair amount of time, pretty much ever since I've known him, or, or certainly around there, and I've, I got it on, um, on DVD a, a couple months ago now. And I finally had a day where I was like, yeah, I'll watch, you know, this film is like two and a half hours long, and it's really, really good. It, it's not like it's jumped up to like one of my all-time, all-time favorite films, but it is like this is a very, very well-made war film, because that's that's what it is. It's, it's a World War II film where basically these people have to sort of go into this place, I guess, um, to break out and free some of their friends who have got to save someone who's been captured by like the Nazis. Essentially is what they're doing. And, and there's some really great scenes. Clint Eastwood is the lead. He is excellent. There's a really great interrogation scene about... I don't, I don't remember exactly how far into the film it is, but there's a really, really good interrogation scene in the film at some point. That is one of, like... It's, it's up there for me, personally, with some of the most suspenseful scenes I've ever seen in a film. Like, it's up there with the tavern scene in Inglorious Bastards, the restaurant, yeah, well, the tavern scene, the, the restaurant scene, and the scene in the house in Inglorious Bastards. It's, uh, it's up there with, like, the blood testing scene in The Thing. It's up with some of the best of the original Alien film. It's got some really great tension just in that sort of scene by itself and it's a film that is like really well worth a watch despite being two and a half hours long like like it is a long film it is a film that you can't just pop on and just like watch and just like be like yeah I'll just pop a film on you know it's it's not that kind of film at all it's a film where you need to be paying attention to it because even I was there's, there's a specific part of the film that I'm not going to spoil because I, I don't know like how well known this film is especially for people listening to the show so I'm going to say but there's a, a scene there's sort of a, a thing there's sort of some stuff that's sort of not necessarily been established, but sort of been hinted towards, and then you sort of find out some other stuff with these characters that have that's been sort of going on, and, 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 and you sort of, for a lot of the film, you're kind of like, oh, well, that is, you know, what's this, what's going on with this, you know, and, and you do sort of have to pay attention, so I, I was a bit confused when there was, like, this sort of thing that happened. I'm trying to be as, like, vague as I possibly can with this, honestly, because I, 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 I try to... If it's not, like, a massively well-known film, like, if this was, like, Fight Club or something like that, I'd probably be going into it a bit more, but it's because, but, like, this is, I'm not, I don't want to say too much about the film, I just, I do recommend you check it out when you get a chance, just, you know, 
being prepared for a long runtime, for a two and a half hour runtime. Like, just be prepared. Is what I'm saying. Because, you know, you're gonna. It, it, it does run a bit long, and you definitely feel the runtime occasionally. But. I think, like, overall. Like, it is a very, very well made film that has lots of really, really great. There's some, you know, some fantastic scenes in it. Like, like I said, the interrogation scene is one of the best, sort of, is one of the most tense scenes I've ever seen in the film, personally. And it's, yeah, it's definitely well worth checking out you know at some point for, for for anyone who's interested in film it's a it's a film that you should check out because it's worth a watch at least once then I watch, I rewatched Doctor Strange which I'm not going to touch on because I've got because that's tomorrow's episode ooh yeah that's uh, tomorrow's episode I will be talking about Doctor Strange so don't uh, I'm not really going to go into my thoughts on it because that'll be... You'll hear my thoughts on that film tomorrow. And then I concluded the month with, with The the Witch. Or The Witch, if you want to be pedantic about it. The uh, Robert Eggers' first... His directorial debut, in fact. I think that it is... Like... It's a solid film. There's some really great bits of like horror and tension in it, and, but it also, for a lot of it, is quite boring. Like I don't think like like, like that's my sort of opinion on it is. It's a good film. Like, overall, it is a good film that I, I definitely enjoyed the experience of watching it. But I also felt like there's something kind of missing. Like, it's just, this is a bit boring of a film, and there's not that much happening that... I feel like there should be more happening with this that isn't happening with this, and it's just like, can we just, like, get to the point of this? Like, I don't... That's sort of how I felt about it. It's overall a good film with a great, like, a, a, an excellently performance from Anya Taylor-Joy, who I think, I don't know if she's ever, ever, like, her as an actress has come up on this podcast, but she's, like, one of my all-time favorite, she's, like, one of the best actors working today. She's absolutely phenomenal. In, in fact, I would have touched on my, sort of, thoughts on her probably in, when I talked about Last Night in Soho for the, uh, the 2021 review of the year, which I thought she was good in Last Night in Soho, but she wasn't, like, amazing, in my opinion, in a way that she is, like, amazing in The Vivitch. And, and I do call it The Vivitch, because that's what the title is. It's, it's but, it's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a solid film. Just, basically, my sort of thought is, all, there's some really great bits of, I think Robert Eggers, because this isn't as good as The Lighthouse, 
but it's still a relatively good film. But the difference between this and The Lighthouse, I, I feel, is that I think The Lighthouse overall is more of a complete package. Despite having a handful of scenes that are like, I don't really know the point of this, and it's a bit boring, and it's just like, yeah, just get to the ending, you know. And The Witch is more of the same of that, but a bit worse. Like, there's more scenes where I'm just like, I don't care. But, th- like, the, the stuff that works really, really works well. The horror is frightening and, like, actually scary, and it is so well done and so, like, bet- so, like, brilliantly portrayed that this film is, is for sure worth the watch. Especially if you're a fan of Robert Eggers. If, if you've seen, like, The Lighthouse and you're a fan of The Lighthouse, you you should check out The the Vitch because it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good film and I, and I do recommend you to check it out. It, it is a good film, but it's just not as great as it could be. So, that is what I watched, the films that I watched the past month. There's still like 20 minutes left. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening to this one, and tomorrow I will have a, a proper full-on episode of the podcast out tomorrow for you to listen to. That will be a tie-in, which I mean I said earlier, it's a Doctor Strange episode, so yeah. Uh, check out that episode tomorrow, and um, yeah, I'll see all of you guys in the next one. Goodbye.